Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the DX3 Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Mercer. On this show, we interview industry leaders and experts in the worlds of digital marketing, advertising, and retail to get their perspectives on how innovations in technology are changing their industries. My guests today are Sandy Marshall and Baron Minette. Sandy Marshall is a veteran of the comedy and business worlds. He's a co-founder of Ensemble, partner at Toronto's Norman Howard, producer, speaker, and frequent contributor to Canadian business, Contently, and NASA Social. Baron Minette is the president of Per Se Brand Experience, a marketing consultancy focused on experience planning and content design. In addition, he is a professor of marketing at the Creative Advertising and Business Program at Seneca College and a co-founder of Ensemble. My conversation today with Baron and Sandy is all about the new industry of cannabis in Canada, the challenge it poses to marketers, and how this might impact the world of brand building in the future. Here's my conversation with Baron and Sandy. All right, welcome Sandy and Baron. Thank you. Great to be here. Thanks, Eric. Just right at the top, why don't we talk about uh, Ensemble Volume 5 coming up, um, Pot Talk, May 31st uh, at the We Global Learning Center. Um, why, don't, why don't we just start from the top? What's the, what's the reasoning behind calling the Endeavor Ensemble? Um, yeah, great question. Uh, you know, and uh, it's great to be able to talk about Ensemble. I think um, Ensemble really grew out of the discussions of uh, the three original um, creators, which was Sandy Marshall, uh, myself, and our colleague Michael Gurgis over at uh, Dive Networks. And one of the things we were noticing, both in our professional lives and our volunteer lives, we were, you know, trying to volunteer at conferences, helping different organizations, and at the same time supporting some of our colleagues and younger staff. And we started to notice that younger uh, professionals, marketing, business, creative communities, uh, very dedicated on continuously finding opportunities to learn and, and really getting out there to grow their skill base and their career networking. But at the same time, we started seeing conferences starting to get out of reach in terms of either a price, you know, um, $800, $1,000, $2,000 for a ticket, but also we started to see more conferences aimed at the C-suite, and we started to see a, a dearth of, of opportunities at, um, you know, at that next generation level, people who are doing a ton of work, who in the next, you know, 24 to 36 months are going to be key decision leaders, but really are looking for new ways to keep up on their skills. So we started uh, ideating around the idea of how can we use the idea of crowds and communities to maybe rethink that conference model. And rather than going to another hotel and taking a day off and asking your boss for a lot of money as a one-off, what if we could curate topics ongoing, almost as a fusion of a business conference would be going to see a band or going to see a theater show. And we would break up the topics over a year. And from there, uh, we started to get a lot of excitement about the idea. Uh, and the idea kind of naturally turned into this idea of an ensemble of people, a larger community of people who are going to come together for a common goal and shared interest, which is around um, how can we get a little bit better and smarter at what we do uh, professionally? How can we meet uh, new professional colleagues that are going to make us better and give us future opportunities? And can we do it and have a little bit of fun? Uh, you know, can we take our can we take the work seriously, but not really have to take ourselves seriously? And based on those three kind of charter ideas, 
um, we decided to socialize the ensemble concept. And luckily for Sandy, Mike, and myself, the community really got it. People, everyone we've talked to is, you know, understands what we're trying to do and is, how can we help. And really it's, it's, you know, how can we lean on the idea of um, we're all part of something bigger. With that, and you guys, I know you guys are hosting the next event at the um, WE Global Learning Center. Can you talk a little bit about your partnership and collaboration with the WE movement? Sure. Yeah. So it's I'll I'll uh, kick uh, kick off by saying um, the the partnership and collaboration with WE is something we're really excited about and something very proud of. You know, the building on what Baron was saying about the concept behind ensemble as we started to socialize the idea in the community we found that more and more people wanted to get involved and the the purpose driven um focus behind we you know looking at a real results driven charitable enterprise um with a purpose was really attractive to us they separately have um opened up a uh, a we global learning center um here in toronto at queen and parliament which is brand new it's a, it's a gorgeous facility um, is also uh, state-of-the-art technology and not only a live, but a video setting. And so for the places that we wanted to take Ensemble, not only from the point of view of the audience experience in the room, but then also to help co-create content that can be distributed later on, it was very exciting for us to be partnered with an organization that really aligns not only with the, the purpose of building a community, in our case, you know, in the marketing and business and experiential communities, but then also um, about trying to make a sort of a, a uh, real impact in a number of different types of media. So live, you know, digital, video, audio, um, and then also, you know, looking at the venue. The venue is uh, very accessible. Um, the, the folks who we've collaborated with there um, have been really into um, the type of content that we're producing. So every ensemble volume, uh, we call the events volumes, um, sort of a, like a, a volume of a series or an album. Um, really, everybody there has been very supportive around the content. We're trying to make every single volume sort of distinct and different from the other one. So if you might see a, a band who continually re-events in more of a progressive style, we're sort of taking that similar approach. We really don't want to kind of rinse and repeat content again and again. We want to have um, sort of a new look at uh, you know the event every single every single volume we put out there. But really proud of um, you know the involvement with we, and then also with you know a number of our um, founding sponsors, and in some cases they're you know, align kind of on both sides of the fence. So it's it's a it's a kind of a hunch that we had years ago that we've sort of began to really prove out in the market. We're really, really thrilled that there's been so many folks who wanted to get involved and not only attend the events, but then also help put them on. And so we're, you know, connected with all types of companies from small to large that are actually saying, if there's something you guys need help with, just let us know. That's awesome. I think, uh, Eric, just to add, add to that, one of the great things about being a partner with WE both a lot of us are involved in ensemble we've we've uh, in our various other professional roles have been really eager and happy to be related to the organization um but two i give them credit right i mean very open-minded for a group like us coming to them and saying hey you know we think we can help advance different discussions around professional learning and help support the we movement at the same time and it was it was a conversation that started as simple as that um so the a lot of these a lot of our audience who maybe you know started understanding about social enterprise while they were in school with we programs have now grown up 
are now in the working world, they don't want to, uh, they want to continue to support their passion of doing work, but also doing good. And we think this is another example of how we can, we can help accomplish multiple goals at the same time. That's great. Um, okay, so let's let's dive into um, volume five of, uh, and in this case, Pot Talk, um, the upcoming event. So um, <clears throat> the focus of the event, as far as I understand it, is all around um, the upcoming legalization of marijuana in this country and the um, the massive industry that that sort of brought about. So um, I've got a few questions around kind of some of the topics and, and, and where, they, where they would fit into this particular topic. Why don't we just start with what if, if say, I were to come out to, to that event on the, on the 31st, can you describe what the, the experience would be like for me? Well, um, we hope you do come out. And obviously, uh, everyone, thanks for listening. And, you know, by all means, if you want information, you can, you know, come out and, and check the link on the podcast at EnsembleCo.com. But I think what we're trying, there's a lot of conversation and there's a lot of media going on right now with this seismic event of, a, of, of an industry of this size and scope uh, that we haven't seen in a lot, a uh, long time, which is exciting. But with excitement comes so many ramifications. And we thought, given our approach of how we're trying to really pick topics that are an intersection of what our younger business community of audience wants to talk about and learn more about, and at the same time, what is happening in pop culture. And that intersection is really how we try and curate the topics. So it's really easy for a number of organizations to have a topic about cannabis and have it be single-minded. That you know, the business of cannabis, the marketing of cannabis, uh, et cetera, et cetera. What we're trying to do with Ensemble it's maybe look at it in a, in a bit more of a multifaceted way. And the way we're looking at it is, are there different sections of society that are going to be impacted? Of course there will be. And how can we talk about it in a way that our audience can leave our events knowing a little bit more and being more informed, seeing if there's any opportunities professionally for them to contribute or find opportunity and be a little smarter about the topic as this industry continues to evolve and grow and 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 spread out into, into that next generation of it. So, you know, we're trying to break it down in the conversation points around um, the business, uh, the business of cannabis, both medical and recreational. Obviously, we are in the countdown phase to legalization. Mm -hmm. What are the legal and societal ramifications of this sea change in terms of in terms of our cities, our government, you know, and how we're going to have conversations with different stakeholders and even family members. Um, what's the, where do we think the impact is going to be on culture? Is this something that, uh, are we making too big a deal of this? Is this another, um, you know, drug that's been, that will be legalized, but there, you know, it, because of its background, is this getting blown out of proportion or, um, will there be wide-reaching cultural impacts? And if so, what do we think those are? And then this, we think the whole idea of brand building, because naturally, and as a marketer, I'm interested in that point of view as well, brand building and culture, where is that going? Because right now, there's a lot of gray areas on these topics. So again, we think the role of Ensemble is how, we can, how can we put a diverse set of speakers from the community out 
with different viewpoints and let's have a discussion. And the way, you know, so the way we produce the ensemble agendas for each volume is very similar in structure. We start out with, uh, we open every ensemble with a speaker or speakers that bring the context of the current topic to light for the audience. So we're all dealing on the same page with the same facts or points of view in terms of where to start from. So everyone can be on a level playing field. We offer a, um, an industry leader or a thought leader team the opportunity to come in and do a keynote with an interview so that we can go deeper on certain areas and get smarter. And then we open it up to a panel of uh, diverse stakeholders so that we can widen out the discussion so people can leave depending with information depending on what they want to take away from them. So we try and we try and share the, the level set. We try and go deeper so that we can get smarter. And then we try and uh, democratize the conversation across those four pillars that we're looking at. Got it. Okay, cool. So uh, given the, um, the DX3 uh, audience, uh, listeners yes. are, are generally speaking um, folks in the worlds of marketing and retail, um, why, don't we, why don't we jump in or, or sort of dive, dive deeper into some of the areas you discussed earlier, uh, mainly around kind of the business um, impact that this is going to have. And I think the, the key thing would be around brand building. So as you guys know, in uh, Ontario, which is Canada's largest market for um, you know, booze and, and whatever else, um, and, and, and likely will be its largest market for, for cannabis, um, we're going to be experiencing probably the heaviest amount of regulation versus any other province in the country. So where do you guys, or what's your take on how brands are going to be able to um, to build themselves in a market where their packaging has been regulated to one color and they're not able to sell through multiple retailers. And it almost seems like it's stricter than the laws we have in this province on booze. So wondering to hear what your thoughts are for that. Uh, yeah, it's a great question. I think, um, you know, I, a lot, there's a lot of conversation right now about, you know, what we can't do. In the restrictions and what you know what these companies who in my opinion are innovation companies these are these are innovation companies that are developing an entire new sector of of products medicines um you know innovation pipelines but at the end of the day uh, none of those brands come to life unless it reaches a human audience with a human experience so Yes, the packaging is, you know, it's interesting to see uh, from a brand and marketer point of view how the information is being dripped out and is quite tightly controlled at this time. I think for brands and companies that are looking to grow their space and to reach and relate to audiences, I think it's, it's in a highly regulated environment. And we've seen other industries, you know, somewhat like this, but I think right now this is especially obviously regulated, is I think very quickly we as marketers and brand builders need to really go back to first principles and develop opportunities to enable a one-to-one -one communication. And that comes down to tools like database marketing and um, acquisition strategies so that you can earn the attention of a potential customer down the road uh, but at the beginning, you need to find the, the, a safe and shared place in which to share brand information, share a value proposition, and see if there's interest in, in continuing 
that conversation now. So um, I think, you know, the idea where so many brand marketers and other industries where we've been quite focused on amplification and social and all kinds of tools that I think a lot of the DX3 audience uh, live by and excel at every day. Um, I think there's a more strategic walk before you run approach where brands are going to need to develop their own audience kingdoms, um, real estate, if you will, because borrowed or social platforms, I don't think are going to carry a lot of value in the medium to long term and are going to be scrutinized heavily in the short term. So I think at the end of the day, the old axiom that a brand is what my friend says it is. Uh, when we don't, when we're looking specifically, Eric, to your question about Ontario, where, uh, you know, I'm personally of the opinion that there won't be enough retail at the beginning to satisfy curiosity and demand, which will either drive people online or to gray market. Um, there's opportunities for the leading brands in this space yet to be named from a marketing point of view, and some are out front early to um promote with utility, respect the audience in terms of their need for information to make the appropriate choices and have the ability to have one-to-one -one communications based on questions. Um, at that same time, we're gonna watch retail build out, we're gonna watch e-com build out. And I think the best brands are gonna be people who never forget the, the, you know, the guiding star of their audience and their personas, but at the same time, um, being able to agilely move with confidence um, as new channels open up or new opportunities open up. It's not a standard playbook anymore for brand builders in this space. Anything to add, Sandy? Yeah, thank you. I was going to add, um, you know, for the DX3 audience, from an experience perspective, we were chatting about sort of the flow and the rundown of the content. But when folks walk in the door um, at the WE Global Learning Center to join us for an ensemble event, um, they're going to be seeing a pretty um, fluid and excited group to have this conversation um, about the upcoming legalization and some of its impact across Ontario. But secondly, in terms of the folks you'll run into, it's everybody from um, you know emerging leaders in big organizations to folks who've been a part of the startup community for one to 20 or 30 years to super senior executives and decision makers who might otherwise be really tough to get a hold of on LinkedIn. So looking at some of the, the value that DX3 brings to the market um, every year in terms of connecting um, with like-minded folks in the industry, we really do sort of want to walk the walk with that as well at Ensemble. Um, and then also make sure that the, the flow and the content is really tight. You know, like Baron was saying earlier, it's positioned with a research setup piece, you know, a mini keynote from a thought leader, a interactive conversation with a killer panel, and then a jam afterwards. So you know, after the actual first act of conversation and thought leadership, we all stick around and party. And there's, you know, DJs and musical acts and a fantastic networking vibe that's kind of like a non-networking networking event, I suppose. Yeah. So we really wanted to walk the, the walk from the experience standpoint. And, and it's true. It's, it's not just kind of saying this. You do kind of hang around and you're like, wow, there's a lot of really... Um, interesting conversations happening that you just normally wouldn't see in the hallways of big or small businesses. So it's very exciting. And to build on Baron's comment as well, um, we think that the topic is really relevant. It's really current and it's changing every day as well. So we're really excited to see sort of what comes out of it. Oh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, once again, uh, everyone listening, uh, the details of the event, uh, it's Ensemble Co. Volume 5 uh, called Pot Talk. 
Um, it's happening May 31st, uh, 2018 at the We Global Learning Center, which is uh, 339 Queen Street East. Tickets are $25 and the doors open at 6.30 p.m. Um, guys, thanks again for coming on today. Really appreciate you having a chat and I'm, I'm really looking forward to the event. Hey, Eric, thanks so much. Uh, we appreciate it. DX3 is, uh, was one of the first uh, folks to really kind of get behind Ensemble and say, yeah, we see what you guys are doing. And it's it, it follows the kind of principles that, you know, DX3 has been doing. We kind of look up to you guys as well. So it's great to um, have been involved in DX3. And now it's great to be on the podcast helping to, um, you know, continue the evolution of Ensemble. The response has been great. We look forward to seeing you and your listeners there. And uh, maybe we can drag you on stage as well. <laughs> Brilliant. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Eric. All right. Have a great day. You too. Cheers. Cheers. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into the DX3 podcast. If you like what you heard today, please remember to subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Looking forward to the next one. Thanks again.